Kumusta mga kaibigan? This is DJ Tulisan of Pinoy Rock USA Riding to you on the shiny wheels of episode number 14 of our weekly Rockcast Thank you very much for tuning in and I hope everyone had a great week and an even greater weekend Sana hindi po kayo sawang makinig That song you're hearing right now is Time Again by Locomotive It was a song originally sung by David Aguirre of Razorback in his collaboration with Wolf Himora of Wolfgang in a group called ADD. Locomotive is going to be our topic for today, but we'll talk about that later. You know, things are still kind of fucked when it comes to the pandemic, and we are seeing the results of the stupid bonehead decisions made by those who refuse to wear masks and are even justifying it with dumb reasons. To everyone who won't wear a mask, even if they can, may you all live in interesting times. You know, we got a loaded rock cast today. Might even run over our usual time. But that's not because I have a lot to say. Hmm, that doesn't make sense, huh? Well, keep listening. Housekeeping time. Actually, I have been super lazy these past few days. There's just a shitload of cool stuff happening around the Pinoy music community, and I skipped posting about it on the site damn it i should have i should stop sleeping or playing the ps4 after work <laughs> awesome new game out by the way ghost of tsushima great samurai action game you should check it out along with last of us 2 that is if you don't hate lesbians but i digress as much as i want to keep you guys updated about what's happening in the pinoy music scene i am happy to say that you don't necessarily need me on that The great thing about social media is that news spreads like wildfire and newsworthy things get mentioned multiple times by multiple sources like awesome sites like OPM America and Pinoy Music Connect. The latest quarantine sessions from Tim De Ramos, the newest Cantambayan episode from Bayan Promotions, the latest collab video from Mark Flores, Even Jet Pangan of the Dawn having his own podcast with uh, one of his guests being our own Mr. Paco Arispaco Chaga. And the latest interviews from some of our newest online shows, single releases, and album reveals. These cool folks have got you covered. And we will try to keep up by getting off my ass, putting down the PS4 controller, and posting an update, damn it! Well, that includes updating the indie playlist for our Pinoy Rock Radio. Lots of great new music submissions from our talented local bands just waiting to be absorbed by your accommodating ears. But let's be honest here. Not a lot of people are listening to Pinoy Rock Radio. Don't deny it. I got the metrics. But that's not your fault. I need a better delivery system. And uh, Shoutcast is a bit too 90s for me. I'll look into that and give you guys an update soon. To those of you who got our sweet merch, thank you very much for your support. I'm so happy to see Keith of the band Demivois posting a picture of her rocking our shirt. Thank you, girl. It looks really good. And to everyone else who also has our shirts, who also purchased our shirts, why not post a photo on your Facebook or Instagram profile and tag Pinoy Rock USA? Now, don't be shy. Show us the shirt. You don't have to show your face. If you don't want to, <laughs> but show us the shirt or the bag or even the sticker. Just whip it out and flaunt it. We are also happy to finally get the first episode out for a new segment entitled Yossi Break. 
We aired our first episode last Friday, and it's a short interview and album release party with the members of the band River, whose album Story of a Stranger was finally released last July 15th. The first episode was a bit clunky for me since uh, it was a last minute thing and I haven't done that kind of format before. But the dry humor of the band along with their fans who were also on that interview made it a success. Thank you, Dennis, Dale, and Francis of River for allowing Pinoy Rock USA to feature excerpts of that fabulous album release party. If you haven't listened to the interview, check out Yossi Break, Episode 1 on Spotify and Apple Podcasts or on our site at PinoyRockUSA.com. Speaking of River, their album is available now on all online digital music stores and on Spotify. It's an awesome album, a collection of songs geared towards uh, different tastes, different emotions, and different motivations. Each song is a unique chapter in a grand story with Dennis, Dale, and Francis as your storytellers. Listen to their story. Check out this song, Stop Signs, from River's album Story of a Stranger, Inevitably, here on Pinoy Rock USA.
iTunes, Google Play, Amazon Music, and your favorite reputable online music store, and stream it on Spotify. Follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and uh, TikTok. <laughs> I can see the second album in the horizon, and you won't want to miss more of their awesome music. Support River and support our great unsigned bands. Now, speaking of unsigned bands, there is another awesome group who will be releasing new music in the next two weeks. This band was famous in the late 80s to early 90s as one of the Philippines' first and most influential goth rock bands. The band is Dominion, and they'll be releasing their newest single, Wolves, on July 30th. But you don't have to wait that long. You can listen to or purchase their single now on Bandcamp. But if you really can't wait that long, well, here it is. Wolves by Dominion. Only here on Pinoy Rock, USA.
by Dominion and their upcoming single. Check it out now on dominionmusic.bandcamp.com. Dominion takes their own sweet time releasing new music, but when they do, it's always a spectacle. Follow them on Facebook and stay tuned for future songs from the band. Now, I have mentioned before in one of my previous rockcasts that I wanted to look back on my experiences with one of my favorite Phil Am bands. No, I'm not talking about Intervoice. <laughs> I'm talking much earlier when I first came here in the United States. I'm talking about the band Locomotive. In my opinion, Locomotive was the greatest Philam band that never was. Its short-lived career was not unlike many great entertainers and performers who passed away during their prime. Always remembered at their peak. It was like that for Locomotive. Many people in the Pinoy rock scene in the early to late 2000s still remember them fondly, and to me they are one of those lost gems in Pinoy rock history in the United States. Locomotive started off as a SoCal rock trio, made up of ex-Wolfgang drummer Wolf Himora, bassist Danny Gonzalez, and frontman slash guitarist, whose name, I can't seem to remember, it's uh, probably Donald, or some white dude named like Tom or Bill, but I think it's Donald. Anyway, their music was hard rock and blues, and it was unclear whether or not their frontman dictated the groove, but it still sounded good if not a bit underwhelming. But it was an American sound and a sign of things to come. Here's an exclusive for you. A song from the original Locomotive lineup. However, I think nandito na si David Aguirre when this song was recorded. Kasi some of the riffs are signature David. But anyway, here it is folks. This is All You Can Be from Locomotive. Want it all you want it now 
was All You Can Be by Locomotive, or as I would prefer to call it, Locomotive Phase One. It was not long after that when their original frontman, Donald, or whoever's face is, felt the pressure of playing with more talented musicians and decided to bow out of the band. Enter Basti Artadi of Wolfgang and Locomotive Phase Two. This was probably the most high-profile version of the band, as it was essentially a supergroup. Basti and Wolf from Wolfgang, and David Aguirre from Razorback. Now, Danny Gonzalez is the only non-Pinoy member of the band, but he was an accomplished musician himself, but not nearly in the same caliber as his three other more illustrious band members. This was around the time when I came in as one of their website designers, along with the photographer, uh, Dennis Santarinala. And I had an almost, almost intimate look into the band's trials and inner struggles during that time. This was also the time when Locomotive hit their stride and put almost 13 years of rock music experience to work. David Aguirre is still, in my opinion, one of the best guitarists that the Philippines ever produced, along with Manuel Legado of Wolfgang, of course. And Basti's signature snarl and Wolf's Take No Prisoners drumming style help complement the awesome concoction. And Danny Gonzalez is, well, Danny, a soft-spoken bassist who lets his bass lines do the talking. They immediately came up with a debut album, Rock and Roll Death Toll, which they debuted at the Universal Bar and Grill in Universal City, California in 2006. Here is one of the more popular songs from that album. This is Five Alive by Locomotive Phase 2. Please! 
was Five Alive by Locomotive. And they even have a music video of that. You can search it on YouTube if you haven't seen it yet. It's pretty sweet. Now at this point, things seem to look up for Locomotive. And to anyone outside looking in, it would seem as if they are garnering success and are on their way up. But nothing could be farther from the truth. After a spate of underwhelming small bar gigs, disappointing audience turnouts, and logistics problems as well as internal issues that I won't even mention here, Basti left the band less than six months after they released their album. With the album promotion already planned and a spate of live promo gigs already scheduled for the Philippines that year, the band hunted for a suitable frontman to replace the extraordinarily big shoes left behind by Basti. After a few weeks, they found a young uh, 20-year-old white dude from Oklahoma named Ryan Hudson. Even though his musical experience was not as comprehensive as Wolf, David, or even Danny, he made up for it with raw talent and passion. After impressing the band, they put him to work on the songs in the album. An album that the band just released with a different frontman. <laughs> it was not easy for a young kid to take over and somehow imitate the style of his predecessor. But Ryan was a trooper. Eventually, he accomplished what Basti never got to do with Locomotive. And that is tour the Philippines and play to thousands of cheering fans. It was a successful tour that exposed Locomotive to the Philippine musical audience. But it was still an awkward situation to promote an album that has a different vocalist and a different vocal style. It was a style that Ryan tried hard to reinvent, with new songs from Locomotive planned to be eventually promoted and even made available for purchase or streaming. It was supposed to be Locomotive entering Phase 3, a new direction guided by young talent. Check out one of those songs. This is the song Flaunt by Locomotive Phase 3.
That was Flaunt, supposed to be one of the new songs in a second album that never materialized. After a few more months of gigs, their newfound fame from the Philippine tour slowly faded and several creative issues eventually led to the band's permanent breakup. Thus the band, Locomotive, rode out, head down, into the sunset. Locomotive's story is not unique to music groups, especially supergroups as illustrious as its members. We hear the music, we see them perform, and even talk to them during intermissions, but we never see what happens behind the scenes, the struggles and the sacrifices. For example, Basti lived in San Francisco and had to drive all the way down to Los Angeles for Locomotive's gigs. Multiple gigs in a month meant multiple round trips. Oh, wow. David was still adjusting to his life in the United States and trying to come up with a backup career to music, a career he has known since he was 11 years old. Wolf and Danny had to cope with life in Southern California as well, dealing with their own issues and own problems, both personal and professional. But despite all the trials and tribulations, we can still appreciate that snapshot in history when a band made up of a white guy, a Mexican, and a Filipino became three Pinoys and one Mexican and became two Pinoys, one white guy, and one Mexican. And all the band's iterations produced kick-ass music. Their album, Rock and Roll Death Toll, was one of the best albums I've ever heard, even when compared to the great ones in the Philippines. It was an evolution of Pinoy rock that never achieved maturity, but we can always appreciate the snapshot of its evolution. And there ends my locomotive retrospective. Yeah. I want to say more things about the band, but that'll require its own separate rock cast. And I don't think I want to do a tell-all, especially when I just help manage the band's website, not their career or their music. <laughs> so this will do for now. And hopefully people learn something new about the band and continue to support their music. The ones they can get a hold of anyway. So let's go back to the present. Now you're probably getting sick of talking about the pandemic. Sick of the lockdowns, sick of the reopenings and de-openings, sick of the mixed messages by the government, sick of defund the police versus defund the schools, sick of the anti-maskers and sick of stupid, clueless people acting all smart and informed. And I'm also annoyed at how people have the attention span of a mayfly. This week, it's about COVID-19 cases reaching the biggest spike ever, and states closing down again after prematurely blowing their load and reopening while the pandemic is still crapping up their backyards. It's about places like Huntington Beach here in Southern California, having people who refuse to wear masks because of all sorts of reasons, ranging from breeding conditions to communism. Hell, they can't even agree on a reason. They probably need to hold a meeting on that instead of holding a rally telling people to have a conversation about not wearing a mask. Unless they want to hold a conversation six feet away, then fuck that. People forget things. Maybe the mainstream media or conservative defenders intentionally dictate the news cycle to do just that, but people forget things. Things they held so passionately just a week or two ago. Things like China. Things like defunding the police. Things like Black Lives Matter versus All Lives Matter. I was talking to a friend of mine, and for the sake of anonymity, let's just name him 
Ike Mabad. Now, Ike is one of those friends that are a pleasure to talk to because he and his wife, Mives, are pretty much on the same wavelength as me when it comes to current events. And he forwarded me a Twitter post. Interesting thoughts, really. It pretty much points out the irony of anti-maskers who are almost entirely white folk, let's be honest. Don't blame me, I just observed. Who justify their actions because they can't breathe. They say they wear the ma- they don't wear the masks because they can't breathe. The Twitter post says it's ironic that I can't breathe is supposed to be a good enough justification for anti-maskers, but not enough for a black man to be choked by the police. The funny thing is, lots of people go out of their way to discredit the dead guy by saying he had priors, he was not a good man, he didn't deserve to be a hero or a martyr. Only he was neither of those things. He was a victim of hate. Here's another thing I read. It was aimed at everyone who insisted that hashtag all lives matter is more acceptable than BLM. If you're a Christian and can't hear Black Lives Matter without feeling the need to respond with the criticism that all lives matter, then open your Bible and look up Luke 15. This is what it talks about. There are 100 sheep and one goes missing. Jesus, the shepherd, leaves the 99 sheep to go look for the missing one. The other 99 cry out and say, What about us, Jesus? Don't we matter? Jesus answers, Well, of course you all matter. You're not the ones in danger. The missing one is. You know what the irony is in all that? All lives matter is the more selfish hashtag. It's claiming that all lives are precious, but it was said as a retaliation to a hashtag because they feel marginalized. Kind of like a jealous kid who sees a sibling get special treatment for being sick and lashes out saying, Everyone gets sick. What makes him special? It's all about understanding, folks. Being angry and mad at another person is stressful, tiring, and counterproductive, especially if the reasons are shallow and stupid. Don't be shallow and stupid. Understand why people say things before you retaliate blindly. Mahirap yung palaging galit at inggitero. Intindihin mo ang kapwa mo at huwag mong pag-isipan lagi ng masama. Tulungan mo silang malaman ang sitwasyon at matuto sa pagkakamali kaysa mura ka agad at panlilibak ang ibibigay mo. Tao ka, hindi ka hayop. Kaya magpakatao tayo, okay? You know, despite everything that has happened in our country and what might end up continuing to happen in the next few months, I still have confidence in the human race. Yeah, it's risky and I might end up being tragically disappointed, but I still have that trust. Because if I lost that trust, I'd probably be, I probably won't be wearing a mask either and make up dumb reasons to justify it. As long as 70% of humanity is human, I don't care if 30% of it is inhuman. Get what I'm saying? Whoa, pare, ang haba. This is probably the longest rock cast I've ever done. But Thank you very much for sticking around and I hope you liked this episode. Many thanks to my friend Ike and his wife, Mives as well as my other friend, Mon Dorales, and his wife, Mirai. Thanks to all the local bands who keep our music scene interesting and exciting. Thanks to those who continue to support Pinoy Rock USA in our weekly rock cast. We're not here to make money. Well, not yet, anyway. (laughs) 
but our primary reason for being here is to promote Pinoy music in the United States. Anything we do on the side is for the purpose of achieving that goal. And we want you to be part of that mission. Pare, I'm just one person doing all this with substantial help from my friends. If you are listening to this, you are my friend. You can help out by coming back every weekend, listening to our latest rockcast, and spreading the word. Last minute edition before I go. Brain Salad, a collaboration between Basti Artadi of Wolfgang and members of Razorback, will be available on Spotify for the very first time tomorrow or tonight if you're in the Philippines. If you like what I talked about regarding Locomotive, this is a release you shouldn't miss. And with that, we end yet another fun, if not exhausting, rockcast. I hope you guys liked it and learned some stuff. And thank you very, very much for sitting through it. Appreciated ko po talaga. I'm gonna end this episode with a duet. Well, not really. But it's a crude little slice I made of Locomotive's song, Ride With Me, with both Basti Artadi and Ryan Hudson on vocals. Um, I, can, I can only get a high-quality version of Basti's and not Ryan's, so bear with me, and I hope you enjoy. This is DJ Tulisan of Pinoy Rock USA wishing all of you a great week. Hanggang sa muli, Kita Kits, Rock and Roll. You want to ride? Doors open, won't you come on up inside? You want to ride? Doors open, come on, sit right by my side. I'll be your hate, I'll be your need. I'll be the food upon which the hunger feed. I'll be your wealth, I'll be your greed. I'll be the sign upon which the planet see. I am the nighttime staring at the blind man, staring at the nothing, staring back who
are listening to Pinoy Rock USA.